Okay, boys, take one. Dum, 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 be do be dum, 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 be do be dum, 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 be do be dum. Put on your baggies and Varaches too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group, hosted by your boys, PJ. Perfect. I love saving time like that, yeah. PJ. It's so efficient to speak. If we could do the whole podcast speaking at the same, same time, time, I think that so would that, be a really yeah, good would, idea. I mean, people can I don't get twice as much downside. information. As far as all at the yeah, same, you know, goes, in, tw- yeah. in half the time, you, we it would just be perfect. Not even uh, all do of our shows intro. would only be like fifty minutes we long. Should, <laughs> yeah, we should just uh, start with the tracks and yes. then both talk over all the yes. tracks. Yeah, yes, that's a good idea. Well, what we should really do is we is, should record yeah, it in the regular time, record in the regular, but then time just and then cut it in half in the middle of the episode and then just overlay I those two tracks yeah. and send it out that way. Yeah, so that people can, you know, in the mechanically inclined. And then it would be like an yeah. Easter egg to listen to it. Yeah, they can separate them in the if they normal care for way. It. Yeah, yeah. And it would be like the fan <clears throat> way to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling the saxophone solo today. I have to say, usually yeah, it's kind no, of the fair. high point of the record. Yeah, but today it's really the it's the point when I'm turning music off. It's the uh, the low point of the, the low point you could call it. Yeah, yeah. I think I would. <laughs> it must be a baritone saxophone. <laughs> I don't because it's the low point. Mm. Yeah, is there isn't there a lower than? Um, is there a bass saxophone? I believe there is. I think it's yeah. very uncommon though. Probably. Let's look it up. Baritone saxophones are the gigantic ones that they have in like high school bands. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had band with that guy. With what guy? Barytone. Oh, he was he's a good kid. <laughs> Baritone and bass saxophone duet. Clicking on the and YouTube video. Play that. Oh man. <laughs> they couldn't have picked a goofier song to play. <laughs> Shaking the silent laugh. Yeah, that's <laughs> Okay, those guys like dipped down when they got to that part. Oh, like it was gonna be rocking, and then it and was then just the just a note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not any different. All right. Well, so there is a bait. That's good to know. All right. Well, PJ, we're here today to talk about. Maybe we should do every other word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and make it last twice as long as they usually are. I exactly. feel like we either have to go one way or the other. We either have to cut it in half or. Release two and a half hour long. I episodes. think this is the episode we find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. We, we can both. try both yeah. and then see which one works better. Yeah. So far, neither have felt great, honestly. No. <laughs> but maybe it's just because we're not used to it. I think that could be it. Yeah. yeah. Change is hard sometimes. Well, and our scripts that we're reading from are not laid out like for this yeah. kind of interaction. And you so don't it know requires when the changes happen. It requires improv yeah. and thinking on our feet, which neither of us are good at at all. You know what? We, we yeah. We kind of already. Um, did the talk over each other uh, thing when yeah. Paul was here? Yeah, that's true. And when Jake was here. And when Jake was here, yeah. Although. So, um, but we haven't tried the every other word thing yet. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pet sounds. We should have named the second Pet Sounds episode the mm episode. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure all I say that entire show is just Jake talking about something for a while. And then I just go like, mm, yeah. Which is great because on the first episode, that is exactly what Jake was doing. Yeah. He barely talked in that first episode towards the end. It's funny releasing episodes like that in two parts because maybe just since we recorded, it doesn't sound weird, but it seems like it's really weird. That we did it in two parts? It, like listening to those weeks apart, you know, or like a week apart. Hmm. Because, you know, PJ... We recorded them at the same time. Do you have you already forgot? PJ, I think PJ already forgot that we recorded those at the same time. But they, in the same night, mm, they came out on different yeah days. Though. Yeah, that's true. So I'm just I'm just having a hard time understanding. If I a guess. podcast is released on a different day, was it mm. recorded on the same day? It's like if I a tree falls in impossible. the forest and nobody's around to hear it. Do you still yeah. hear it? That old yeah. 
talk about PJ proverb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when he brought that up. Yeah, yeah. It took about two minutes. He to say also, it. yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it seems like it's yeah. It's hard to talk very quickly when you're talked about like a talk box PJ elevator pitch would not get out very much information. Yeah, it would more be about like the vibe of the pitch, I th- I not really like yeah. the info. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd have to like hand over like a piece of paper with all the stuff. It's like I wanted to say all of this, but all I could get out was you know like, yeah. the first. He line. just hands you a card just that says, "Look at my box. cool talk box, please." Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's eh, we're in the Me Too era, PJ. I don't think you can do that anymore. Yeah, can you not? No, I oh, don't think man. you can proposition people to look at your talk box. I, I. Yeah. I need to apologize to a few people. That's okay. Yeah, uh, I look forward to <laughs> to Twitter canceling us. Yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> I can't. I just can't wait for Twitter to get a hold of this episode. But don't worry. Where we admit um, to terrible things like asking people to look at our talk box. Yeah. Or our friend uh, just being friends with someone who did that. Yeah. Sorry. The great thing about I've never asked anyone that. um a podcast is that uh, people like that can still have podcasts and. Uh, Nobody does anything about it. That's true. Ricky Gervais is an atheist, and he has a podcast. So yeah. obviously, America they, they doesn't let anybody care. have a podcast. Yeah, right. Because yeah. we're a Christian nation, obviously, um, as you know. Speaking of that, have you seen the pictures mm. of uh, Ricky? Speaking that of that, Ricky Gervais uh, took. Uh, yes. Like the photo shoot where he was supposed to look really cool. Yeah, where he had a tight T-shirt on. Yeah. This is. Hmm? Uh, there, there's one of Ricky him. Ricky Gervais on a, look cool. Yeah. Oh, is it like the Paul Ryan workout? I don't know what you're photo talking sesh. about. Okay. What are you talking about? So I don't know what you're Ricky talking Gervais about. Did this photo oh, this shoot. is fun. We should have gotten an edit point before this conversation <laughs> started. <laughs> this just <laughs> led into two shitty cul-de-sacs. All right. So Ricky Gervais did this photo shoot, and there's like sure. a picture of him on a cross where it says like atheist across his chest in blood. Oh, funny. But he's genuinely trying to look cool, and he just looks real like out of touch. And there's one where he's What got, year like, was this from? Like three years ago, maybe. So like a decade after Kanye did the Rolling Stone thing with yeah. the crown of thorns. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Ricky. Um, which was like 20 years after Madonna did the same thing. So. Oh, did she? Yeah. On the cover of Rolling Stone? I think on the cover of an album. Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. She the is Madonna my, album. She is my enemy. enemy. Yeah. yeah. We are not only feuding with... We are feuding with Madonna. We are. Hey, uh, here's uh, the time of the show where we... Uh, what's that song? Friends and enemies. Is mm-hmm. there? Is there? Play that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> play what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is song? that a Beach Boys song? Is that a Madonna song? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's heroes and villains. That's the one I want. <laughs> play that one. Oh my God, PJ. Like I two weeks ago, Boys we podcast. listened to. <laughs> I know. All right. Play. I I just need it for the. Uh, yeah, it's coming. They don't really say heroes and villains. I think at the end. That's okay. People get okay. the vibe. Sure. Now's the time for us to tell you, fuck off, man. Like, your podcast is garbage. And that's really the, all that needs to be said. Yeah. You talk about more than the Beach Boys, which is, when I listen to a Beach Boys podcast, when I record a Beach Boys podcast, I just want to talk about the Beach Boys. I just want to hear about the Beach Boys. They also don't go in order, which really honestly bothers me. <laughs> they yeah. just skip around. Which is dumb. Like, their third episode is about, like, the 1980s record, and I just don't understand why. And I am waiting patiently to get to my favorite album, which mm-hmm. is whatever album has Kokomo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they can't wait, fuck them. Yeah. Right. right. It, they don't have the integrity. No. They don't this have is the, the part we should have played underneath you. <laughs> yeah. Being angry at the, the spooky part. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I will bleep your name. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. On more like. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You okay. can turn this off now. All right. And Good. that is the the part in the show where we. I should add that to our regular our regular features section of the. Which we've not done a regular feature in four weeks. Well, one of them is a thin premise to start with and is maybe not funny anymore, and the other one does not apply today because neither you nor I are drinking anything. Are you participating in Sober October, PJ? I'm uh, participating in uh, No Nut November. In No Neck No... What? No Nut November. Oh, No Nut November. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I gave up pecans. Which yeah. one did you choose? Um, I couldn't really decide one, yeah. so I didn't give up any. 
Oh. Yeah. And so you didn't participate. It doesn't sound like if you don't give mm-hmm. up a nut, you can't. But I'm aware of it, and I said I was giving it up. Oh, so. okay. It's yeah. like when I shave during November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like I was aware of no shave November, which is why I shave. So really I'm participating. Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, November is the only month you do shave just to spite all those fucking prostate cancer guys. Yeah. Is that why no shave November is a thing? I think so. Yeah. Because it's hard to shave your prostate. Yeah. So they're like, ugh. It's like when your friend gets cancer, they lose all their hair from leukemia. So you shave your head in solidarity. It's when you get prostate cancer, you can't shave your prostate anymore. And so everyone stops shaving in solidarity. You ever try to shave your prostate with prostate cancer? Yes. Let me tell you what. Well, I've tried it without, and it's still hard, but even harder, I have to imagine, if it's all cancerous. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer just makes shaving hard, unless it's leukemia, like we said. True, and then it's really easy. It's like like you have alopecia. Yeah. And uh, if anybody's offended out there, I had cancer, so I can make fun of cancer. True. How many cancer victims do you think are going to come at us on Twitter about that? Let me think. Jeff Bezos, for sure. Famous cancer victim, Jeff Bezos. Have you seen his head? Of course he does. Oh, true. Um, you th- oh, so you think all bald guys. Bruce Willis, who got cancer in about yeah. 1990. <laughs> yeah, he started to get cancer earlier than that, but... Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it took a while for his cancer to really take um, hold. Caillou. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Okay. Sure. You, are you not familiar with Lots Caillou? Lots of people. I'm not familiar with Charlie Brown. No, I totally uh, know who uh, Caillou is. He's but, Charlie Brown. Is that Charlie... Is that, like, Charlie Parker? Yeah, he's, he's an old blues musician. Yeah, yeah. cool. Charlie Brown. You know they called him Bird. Charlie Brown. No, that's Woodstock. You're yeah. Thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know who didn't play Woodstock, and it's a goddamn travesty. The Beach Boys. True. Segway of the century. Yeah. Oh my god. Edit point just for the show. We're we're wrapped. We're done. Go home. Pack up the microphones. Throw out your Beach Boys vinyl. Let's stop That's all here. we needed to and hear. And we'll release this as a mini-ep. Yeah. No, that's just it. Play us out, Peter. Okay. On, I, don't have an, I don't have my instruments with oh, me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll get the band, and then we can do it. So, PJ, speaking of the Beach Boys, I'm so glad you brought them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, are you aware of that movie, uh, upcoming film, which will date this episode, but I guess that's okay. No, because it um, comes out much later. Mm, yeah. Do you have any idea when it comes out? June, really I think. It could come out in 2025. I, okay. I believe it's coming out in June. Mm, okay. Well, at this point, we should probably just abstain from saying the name at all because we haven't yet, and we're very deep into details about this film. So upcoming film uh, about uh, a band we have mentioned at least once on this podcast. At if least not, once. At least once. Hey, and the Beach Boys. <laughs> at least once and not uh, less than 500 times. Yeah. Uh the Beatles, yeah. contemporaries of the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. as one mm-hmm. would say. Who uh th- so this film imagines a world, PJ. Now imagine imagine a world. Imagine a world. That, thank you. You're much better at voice acting, voiceover than me. Yeah. Uh where I, now I'm really unclear actually on the premise of this. Now it's, Do you want me it's to say either it? okay, no. Well, let me guess first cuz <laughs> okay. I listened to the trailer, long story, but I heard the trailer today and I am still very unclear on what happened. Okay. So either it is current day and someone like stumbles upon a trove of Beatles music that had never before been released. Or like uh, they discovered, sorry, not some Beatles, all of the Beatles music that had never before been released or heard. Okay. And they found like, you know, whatever, a room or fucking recording studio that was just full of all this music and they heard it and went, this is amazing and I need to share this with everyone and then they did. But then also there was something about them playing all the songs and becoming famous themselves. So that's what I think it is, number one. Number two, which I think is more likely but makes less sense is that everyone is aware of the Beatles in the current day, and then some weird, like, magical Freaky Friday thing happens, and then really, if you just give me a face like I'm on the right path, which I can't imagine is true, <laughs> and then some Freaky Friday thing happens, and then only the one man, rem- okay, <laughs> remembers them and thinks he's insane because no one else just remembers them like that. It is the letter. Okay, <laughs> and then, and then seems to do 
he seems to both become famous for playing their songs, but also insist to everyone that they aren't his songs, but no one cares or something. So I it's think, very confusing. I think when he plays the first one, the film's called Easter. Um, I think when he plays the first one, people are like, "Oh, that's a beautiful song." Like, when did you write that? And he's like, I "Right, didn't write it." Yeah, uh, and everybody's he, got something to hide. Yeah, and then, uh, and then, Honey Pie. Yeah, uh, we yeah. got the reference. Piggies. I'm just picking funny songs that it would be a beautiful because they're not, they're not mm-hmm. technically beautiful. Yeah, songs. just it's funny. You can keep rattling them off, and then I'll. That's talking. all I have. Those okay. are the only non-beautiful because okay. if Beatles, if you interrupt me when I'm trying to talk about this movie, again. Oh, okay. I'll quit the podcast. Oh, okay. You won't have your main host anymore. True. That's true. You won't have the one B host. Mm. Well, last week you called me the one A you won't, host. You won't have the two A host. Mm. I think I've I think I've actually well, I think I've actually moved up into becoming both the one A and one B host. And you are just solely the two A and then two B is the computer. <laughs> is that what you think? <laughs> I th- well, to be is either it's it's kind of a race right now, but between the computer and Big Boy, just because he's around so much. Yeah, his meowing contributes more than <laughs> the computer sometimes. Although it is recording the show, so it's a tough race. Does the A and one A stand for asshole? You are <laughs> explaining. Yeah, you're the you're a two asshole. <laughs> two assholes. <laughs> yeah, well, you're one asshole, which is worse. Ah, uh, true. Anyway. Is it? Ask your mom. All right. Hard edit point. Would you rather have two assholes or <laughs> one <laughs> if you could choose? If I could choose to have one asshole or two assholes? Yeah. Like, would you rather there were two, like, right next to each other, and just sometimes it came out of one, and sometimes it came out of the other, but never both? Mm. Or would you rather just have one, like you do now? Like I do now? Yeah. I could always keep one clean for dudes fucking me in the ass so i'm gonna go with two that's true yeah you would need more fingers oh for... wait would i have two prostates because that'd be hard to shave mm, true it looked like you went to your computer to look it up i don't know yeah i was gonna google if you had two <laughs> so would you have two you prostates have to... okay hard edit out um <laughs> no, really don't please <laughs> i'm gonna put it in I'm, sc- I'm scared to death one day like someone i work with will listen to one of these yeah and it's think... not like the first two episodes and be like oh okay think much less that's what that guy is like when he's not at work yeah anyway um so he sings a song he explains like no the beatles wrote that you know john lennon paul mccartney and it was like who and then he's like okay and then he becomes famous by uh oh so he takes advantage of it oh yeah he doesn't oh what a dickhead okay i hate this movie already but so what i wanted to ask you is what if this movie was not about the Beatles, one of the most agreed upon like the mo- the agreed upon greatest band of all time with some classics. What what if this movie is not about the Beatles but instead imagined a world where everyone simultaneously forgot except for one man that the Beach Boys music yeah. ever existed and do you think it would work at all? No. <laughs> I don't think it would work with the Beatles, eh? I don't think it would even work with Pet Sounds. No, I think like Pet Sounds could... is amazing, but I I feel like people would just be like, "Okay, yeah, that guy, made a, that guy made a real weird album. Yeah, yeah. Like, it would be good, but it wouldn't, you know. He would, I also don't agree. It he would be on Beatles, the, by the way. release radar on Spotify for a week, Yeah, and then nothing else would come of it. Yeah. And then he'd be like, California girls. Yeah. Um, And then people would be like, oh, that guy's kind of shitty at music, huh? Because you know what listeners in 2019 are really angling for is lushly orchestrated pop music yeah <laughs> that's really what everyone wants to hear these days and they then either want also surf jams yeah, that's what they want right, right they want real shit not even surf jams they want real vocal surf songs yeah that's what people are pining for yeah okay i was just i was just curious can you imagine and if, i was if little deuce coop came out today yeah, yeah yeah like my follow-up was like which of their music do you think could work because like the beatles arguably you could come up with a bunch of like you know whatever just classic yeah. ballady songs that would work or whatever but with the beach boys it would be like i, I would start with all pet sounds and if that didn't work i'd I do not know where I would go. Yeah, you'd have like to. Like, if you had the Smile Sessions tapes, that would help, because there's some classics on there, too, that, like, might be considered. But, like, none of them would be considered, like, great pop songs, I feel I don't like, think in the way that a Beatles song could maybe work. 
I think you would start with pet sounds, and then that definitely wouldn't work because you can't you can't re-record pet sounds. If oh, anybody tried, I guess tried. I'm imagining a world where like you find the tapes oh. and you just go like, "Hey, let's like release this album." Or whatever. oh, see, that is not what happens in the film. But okay, well, I, uh, uh, yeah, I understand. But I, yeah, you're right that the apparently what happens in the film could not happen in yeah real um, life with the Beach Boys. So. No, I don't think it'd work. No, not at all. No, it would be a hilarious. It would be a way better movie probably than the Beatles, though. Because it'd just be a guy struggling. It would be, being like, yeah, Why exactly. Don't you understand? And like some guy who loves like the world's biggest Beach Boys fan, and then everyone else doesn't realize, and it's just him completely failing to convert anybody. If it was actually it would the be world's so dope. biggest Beach Boys fan, then he would try to release all the like early shitty stuff. He'd yeah, right. Like, he'd start there amazing. and not understand yeah. why no one thought County yeah. Fair was pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. And then he tried to make a comeback five years later with Kokomo. Kokomo? I wonder if Kokomo would work. See, but then there are songs no. like that that, you know, in like 1988, there was no reasonable... Except for the fact that they were the Beach Boys. I don't think that that works, though. Like, nostalgia acts come back all the time with, like, trying to score hits, and it doesn't work. But I think the and Beach so, Boys had been famous enough to where it was like if the Beatles had fucking done that, they would have been like, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, that like little bird song or whatever that was yeah, from the nineteen nineties. Free as a bird. It's a great yeah. song. But I don't know, like bands like U two are still like still legitimately trying to make hits. They really are, and like no one cares outside of U two fandom. Right. So. But imagine if U two broke up and then oh, that's kind of true. And then like if they had broken up in like two thousand five and, and then, then released yeah. a great song today, maybe though, I don't know. I don't like you too, so that was a bad example. But it's a good example of that kind of band. I guess. Although so. you're right that they never broke up. Imagine if. Imagine if. I just want to see how long you would uh, let there be complete silence. For. Not that long, although yeah. it makes for an easy cut later. It sure does. So. Today, oh, well, so I want to, okay, well, since we're probably going to edit a bunch of this out, I can just. I'm not going to edit any of this out, Peter. This is going to be. Starting and failing to to speak. A lot of times. Sentences yeah. suck. So before we get into 2020, which, so before we get into 2020. <laughs> God damn it. So before we get into. <laughs> piece of shit. My God, PJ. All I want is a clean take on something. Can I not have that? I, I think this episode is reaching the definitions of too loose. <laughs> like, I understand we have a loose vibe, but this is getting to be too loose. <laughs> Long stretches of silence. Burps when we start talking. <laughs> Trying to edit point stuff and not having it. <laughs> That's what the show's all about, man. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. All of that stuff is... <laughs> <laughs> not the beach boys um did you get a chance to listen to friends this week yeah okay do you have any okay same fine. Let's, same score let's not get into it then because i'm only gonna get mad um it's not a good album we can talk about 2020 then which let's. is incredibly like unbelievably their 20th album in seven years is it that's why it's called 2020 Really? It's their 20th, 20th album. Albums. Imagine if people did that today. It is their 20th album in seven fucking years. I guess I kind of didn't realize, like, as we were talking seven about them, the frequency of them. Jesus Christ. Albums. Yeah. That's really the only correct reaction. Although, it does crazy. somehow fulfill their capital contract. I'm unclear whether it was a time thing or an album thing. I gotta imagine time, Frank given Zappa, how much they pressured. I bet it was. I bet it was amount because Frank Zappa. But famously, they pressured them to release three a year. Why would they do that? Because then they'd be out of contract earlier. But then right? they could sign another contract. I'm oh, sure. Um, but All Frank Zappa. Jokes on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Start your own damn label. Frank Zappa. Uh, famously, they were like, "All right, cool. Um, we're gonna write this contract. Um, and you know, it's for like ten albums or whatever." And he's like, "Okay." And then he just made like ten albums in two years. Yeah. Or like maybe all in that one year or something crazy like that. And then they're like, "Oh fuck, he's out of his contract now, and we paid him a bunch of money." Yeah. Um. And so like they famously changed like contractual stuff after yeah. Frank Zappa kind of not fucked him over. He did what he yeah. was supposed to, but very well, 
smartly got around. And then there's bands like The Strokes who took like 15 years to fulfill a five album contract. So (laughs) it goes both ways. Yeah. Sometimes groups just, you know, do one thing or another there. But all right. So 2020 came out in 1969. Nice. It is continuing down the road of like less and less Brian involvement. Yeah, he's not even on the the cover. Yeah, the first record without him on the cover. Although he is like... He's on the inside, the centerfold thing. Yeah. It's um a folding album. Yeah. And when you fold it, it unfolds horizontally. And it's Brian standing there like looking at an eye test thing, oh, like an eye chart. Because so get it, vision, 2020 he vision. is kind of the centerfold. He needed glasses. He is nude. Mm, yeah. 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 All right. He is <laughs> nude. <laughs> God damn. This is a tough day, man. Is it? I feel like I got cobwebs all up in the brain. Yeah, you know? and all over your pussy, too. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing good, too. I'm doing great. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh. Really? Mm-hmm. No, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, it was released no, um, in February of 1969. <laughs> I'm going ahead. <laughs> Way damn turn. Uh, yeah, 20th record for them. So... Uh, You've already said that. Get on with the facts, Peter. This is basically the least. Jesus Christ. There's just not a lot going on with this record, to be really frank. Like, this is like. It's not their post smile stuff, and it's not. I I guess the most interesting thing about it is it's like. Didn't you say they paired this album with Wild Honey on the re release? Yeah. So why does this not count as their post-smile stuff? I mean, it does, but those other three were like immediate aftermath in a weird way. Like they were still all by like through 1968, 69, people thought Smile was maybe still going to come out. Oh, and this wasn't when this is like, like, oh, yeah, this is like, no, no, we're just this now. Okay. And everyone had to come to terms with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, lots more Dennis compositions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. So this to um, me Bruce seemed... Johnston's writing songs now and stuff. Ugh. It's it's not honestly a particularly interesting album. There's like, no, no reason why I should hate Bruce Johnston. But nothing was going on around it, I yeah. guess. It was a very boring release. It was just kind of another another record. This to me seems like the last record that like even Beach Boys fans kind of cared about for a while. Is that accurate? Kind of. Um I don't know about at the time, honestly. Yeah. Contemporarily, bleh, if that's a word, uh, a bunch of their early, a bunch of their early '70s stuff is considered very good. Not all of it, but or worth checking out. Yeah. I guess I'll say that. Okay. So like two or three of their next five or six are like supposed to be decent, um, but at the time, I think I mean this was as low as they ever were. Like. Yeah. As few people were ever buying a Beach Boys record, bought this and the next few. So, I mean, we are definitely in the Beach Boys at the bottom of the ocean musical valley. Oh, Dennis. Yeah. At the bottom of the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Or at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The Great Barrier Reef is not that deep. Nope. (laughs) Um, The bottom of the Marianas Trench of popularity. Okay. And they will stay there for a while. I mean, until their comeback, all their records are going to be like shoulder shrugs at most and at best people will notice they are coming out but never listen to them (laughs) yeah it's that kind of you know so but 2020 for being like a not very interesting record uh as far as release it is a very interesting record in terms of music yeah like it's got a lot going on in it um not always good but it definitely has a lot going on so, uh, I say we get into it because there's going to be a lot to talk about here. So, starting with I'm what they were pretty sure was going to be a fucking hit, and it, you know, kind of was. It did chart up to number um, number twenty. Damn. So, like, yeah, but I don't think it's well stayed huh. there. Twenty twenty charted up to. No, oh, hey, 20. that's a good point. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 17th top 20 hit of the 60s, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, they definitely owned, like, for a little bit there, but... Yeah. All right, do it again. 
I like the song a lot more than when I listened to it earlier for some reason. This is my favorite version of like the Beach Boys doing surf music. Yeah, I would. This song is really damn good. I would probably agree with that. Um, the the kind of the one thing I had to say about this album, and you can hear it on this song, so I think I'm fine saying it now. Um, is this is it sounds like them trying to mix their older stuff, so like their surf music with like the wild honey kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't hate on a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like this album is all over the place musically and it has no cohesiveness at all. Yeah. But like all of their songs sound like they should be off other Beach Boys records and it was just like a bunch of stuff that was on the cutting room floor and got thrown into one record except yeah. almost all of it was written for this record so it wasn't that way. They were just so scatterbrained musically. I don't know. It and sounds so, relatively like, it sounded cohesive to me. I don't think I I don't think so. I it sounds very like they're just trying to go for a different sound on each song. I mean, it didn't sound as put together as some of their other records did, yeah. but I think as far... Like, if, if we're not talking Beach Boys, which is crazy on this podcast... Why would we? Yeah. Um, then it's it's like a normal thing, you know? Like, to like if you listen to an album by, like... I don't know. The Beach Boys. Oh, by the Beach Boys, yeah. yeah. Um, if you listen to any modern album, oftentimes it's not as cohesive as a lot of the Beach Boys albums no, have no, been no. up to I this mean, point. I can dig what you're saying. I just mean, like, these all literally, like, from the style to the production style to, yeah. like, the instrumentation used yeah. to, like, the writing, all of it sounds very, very different on each song to me. Okay. Like, this sounds basically like just a late 60s version of an early 60s track, which is great. Like, I love the weird production and all that. Um, I don't know why they insisted on putting Smile Session workshop tape at the end of this. This is from the Smile yeah. Sessions when they had a bunch of carpentry sounds recorded. Sounds about right. Don't know why. And then I Can Hear Music, the next one, sounds very much like it should be off today or like the Heroes and Villains B-side or something. Uh, Carl Lead, yeah. and this is also a Carl-produced song, the first song he ever produced. Oh, okay. And uh, Ronette's cover. I, I like Carl's voice on this. Me too. This yeah. is a really good song. This also charted pretty high. I think 25 or something, 24. Yeah, 24. Yeah, this is a pretty good song. But again, it sounds like a 1964-65 Beach Boys track. It, it does sound like... And nothing about it even sounds particularly updated. Like, this it, really could have been off all summer long. I don't know. It's produced much better than I think those albums were. Yeah, probably. I don't know. And um, also, Carl's voice is much better than it would have been back then. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the last two do sound like they... Yeah, like, they do sound like songs that they were like, yeah, maybe we could do that, and then just did them years yeah. later, but... Yeah, uh, this album does have a lot of covers on it. I think it's got like five cover songs. Yeah, uh, which is a little unusual for the Beach Boys, at least up to this point. They do like maybe one or two an album. It's not I mean, super except common. Except for but Party, where it was like half well, covers. Well, it was all covers, except for the one medley. Oh, except for yeah. well, and uh, that was the point. Barbara. Oh no, Barbara Ann was a cover. That's right. I guess there's actually only three covers on this. That's pretty. Feels normal. like more. Yeah. Okay, Bluebirds Over the Mountain, also a cover. They did like four covers on one of their albums. Early ones, probably. Yeah. Uh, this is Mike and then Bruce and Carl sing the chorus. Uh, this was the single for the record, and oh. it did not do well. Those other two did way better. This shouldn't have been the single. It's. I mean, I kind of dig it just because it's a very different sound for them. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about this one. Oh, I really like this song. A lot. This is Bruce, by the way. Singing? Yeah. Hmm. Do you think this is the first Beach Boys song with distorted guitar on it? No. Which maybe earlier one. Maybe distorted, but... Yeah. No, like, there's lots of guitar all over, and electric guitar, too, but this is the first one with, like, fuzz guitar. And this album, it's all over this album, too. I mean, it is, it is the most distorted we've heard their guitars at this point, but... Yeah. Um, I do think they've overdriven guitars before this. I don't know, man. I think they have. 
All right. I mean, not heavily, but. Um, and Carl's not even playing the guitar. Some guy named Ed Carter, who toured with them, huh. is playing the guitar Come on, on this. Carl. So yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, what the hell, dude? I know. I read your note. But um, <laughs> dick. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. But I wasn't gonna bring it up. I was gonna play it cool. Um, all Carl, right. you've got one job in the big band, boy. Man. No. Good boy. Okay. Uh, be with me, a Denny song. Yeah, this sounds like a Denny song. I think I could have guessed that. See, but like, okay. So the first one's like a surf song. The second one's kind of the Beach Boys, like, you know, produced, uh, like, orchestral pop. Bluebirds Over the Mountain is just like a straight-up rock song. Yeah. Like a stripped-down kind of late 60s rock song. And then this is like weird chamber pop again. It's really just like we're all over the place. Like, this is like Denny's at a piano with an orchestra on TV or something. I mean, yeah, it is different, but I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying that it is a super duper cohesive album. I'm just saying it's fairly, I mean, like. It didn't strike you as being. No, there was okay. nothing jarring about oh, it. I found me. it, I guess I found it pretty jarring. I, th- I mean, I thought I re- that. I remember this album sounding, or I didn't remember that about this album. It's no. been like a year since I listened to it. And then going back to it, I'm like, holy shit, this is not. I think Smiley Smile for me was more jarring in certain senses than this was. Okay. Don't get me started down that path either. Uh, This song is fine. It's a weird, it's weird this early in the record. It is. I don't, this should have been. It's not bad, but it's just not great either. So it's too produced. If it was just like a piano ballad, I think I'd like it more maybe. Yeah, this should have been on the B side. But all right, I don't all know. I want to do another Denny. This, m- yeah, this is the. This is my favorite song for several reasons off this album. One, uh, the lyrics just tickle me because yeah. they're pretty creepy at some points. Yeah, give me an example or two. Let the power through you. Uh, come on, let me through your mama now. I think he says thrill, but through oh. is also a leading candidate. Yeah. I don't know. This song is very... This just sounds like they heard... Oh, just baby, I just want to do it with you. Yeah. It's like no finesse. I this love This just that. sounds like they heard the like rave up songs on the White Album. Yeah. And were like, why aren't we doing that? And then did it the that, exact that same sound very shittier. back in the USSR. Okay, yeah. So that yeah. guitar tone, I think they literally somehow stole from yeah. the... I don't know how, but it's very... Uh, very wide album. Yeah. Um, it's good though. It's probably my favorite song on the album. Oh, I. It honestly just sounds like knockoff Beatles crap. And even when the Beatles yeah. did like these kind of blues rockers, they were like making fun of the Yardbirds anyway. Like it was still tongue in cheek. And so the fact that the Beach Boys are. I just I really don't like. Uh, I don't love it. Denny's vocal on it. Like in the world, he starts off with a voice crack, and that's great. Yeah, no, his voice is pretty good, but this song as a whole, I think, is just kind of a shrug. Um, I dig it. Apparently, in the fade out, you can hear. Okay, apparently, in the fade out, you can hear Denny having sex. Nice, of course. Um, I. It's very, very faint, and also. Let's crank those levels. Yeah, I'm cranking. Yeah, you can hear it. Very clearly. So, Peter. my question, and I don't think this is that crazy of a question. Oops. Let me turn that. I do down. not want the next song yet. How, so, you know, how exactly were, and why were they recording Dennis having sex <laughs> with someone? Well, as because you know, in 1969, it took like a little more than just hitting, you know, record on your phone to do that, or even on like a cassette deck. Well, you know how you Denny need a little bit of equipment. <laughs> oh, you think yeah. it was? They on just the thought drum they, yeah. Okay. I thought it was in the bass drum. It was in the bass. He That's, sleeps in his bass drum. I, I can't imagine doing any more than like tantric moves in a bass drum. If you got two people in there. I mean, it's Denny, so yeah, he can. Yeah, he's live. We yeah. all know that. Yeah, he can. He can stretch himself. We are getting into, for like most of the 70s, he was apparently 
kind of a bad person. So that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we might be getting into that era. Of He's a worse person Denny. than when he hung out with Charlie Manson. Yeah, so. right. Which he seemed just more naive than anything else, not being a bad guy. Yeah. All right. We here? We ready? I'm here. The nearest faraway place. A beautiful instrumental ballad written by Bruce Johnston. This is the first Bruce track to, you know, make it onto a record. Why do I hate Bruce Johnston? Is there a reason? Should I? Um, no. I, I just don't, don't like I don't him. think you should. I, it's fine if you don't like him, but there's no reason, outstanding reason to hate him or anything. Yeah. His voice isn't great, but he also, like, is not a the worst fifth member of the Beach Boys, you know? Or yeah. sixth, whatever. Uh, this is super boring and doesn't work at all on this record. No, um, when Sounds it like an this... outtake from like a late 70s record that someone made while on coke and didn't realize this sucked because they were too yeah. high. Oh, is that exactly what happened? And they just thought lush production meant good, not boring. It sounds really... It sounds like the soundtrack it's to like a good. bad TV show yeah, from it, the era. It sounds like... Uh, what are those called? A love... Uh, <laughs> a love theme? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, PJ. Yeah. So this song blows. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And again, is this the? We this are now the at start of the B side. Okay, no, that was the end of the A side. So oh, okay. that's on the A side. Literally every single song wildly different in tone and content and first sound. two kind of similar. That is not true. They're kind of. That's similar. not true. Do it again is like a straight up bare bones back to basic surf tune, and I can hear music is like a lush orchestrated acoustic guitar ballad. About hearing music with sleigh bells and shit. Yak, 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 Peter. That's all you all do right. in this podcast. Cotton Fields. Al Jardine lead. Kind of trying to recapture that Sloop John B. magic of covering an old Southern standard. Yeah. I didn't hate this. I think this is a pretty good song. This is one of my favorites. I like when it picks album. up a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was a first version of this that they did in the in Brian's home studio yeah. that they didn't really like. Um, it was apparently a lot mellower, huh. and so the band, like Al and a couple of other guys from the band, like met in a different studio yeah. to avoid Brian and just took like a live take, and that's the one that's on here. And it's I agree, it's much better. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it's it, it is kind of Sleep John B and like yeah. and I like it. It's very good. It's a little weird just because like you know the Beach Boys are from California, so why the shit yeah. are they singing about the South? Like Sleep John B was at least about like a boat trip. Yeah, even though it's not that's fair, you know. <laughs> and so like this one's a little weird, but I like it. You know, Southern rock was becoming a thing around this time, so yeah. I kind of dig the yeah. Yeah, and Al's voice is great on this. This is a really good lead vocal from Al. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like it picks up a little more, but maybe it doesn't because we're already halfway through. <laughs> Those are also great harmonies. Yeah. And I usually, you know. So like this like one in Bluebirds Over the Mountain, I feel like are tonally similar. And maybe with yeah, okay. and maybe all I want to do, like those three could have been in, like the start of a like Beach Boys rock album. But then all the other ones so far have been like "Be with Me" and "Nearest Faraway Place" are like a Beach Boys ballady, weird, orchestrated yeah. album. And then "Do It Again" and "I Can Hear Music" are basically just them trying to recapture early magic, which I guess Cotton Fields kind of is too. But yeah. All right. I went to sleep. Uh, this is a Brian like Day in the Life song that probably should have been yeah. on Friends. It sounds very Friendsy. It does. Um, yeah. Like it, I really don't know why it wasn't on Friends because it doesn't work on here. No, it doesn't sound anything like the rest of the record. It's a good song, though. Yeah, this this record is a little bit all over the place now. So like, yeah, I kind of I didn't notice it when I was just listening through, but it's yeah, in like choppy, like maybe with a reorder, but I I don't think so. Honestly, on uh, when I was listening to it, I got super bored on the on the B side. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. uh, that's usually the side that's more even to people. Because the two Dennis songs and the nearest faraway place are usually kind of shit on. Yeah. Critically. Although I like, I do like the one, the the one Denny one, but 
Um, is was this? Is there a friends outtake on this uh, album? Do you mean smile? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I throw away from smile. There are coming up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I like this it. song fine, but it just doesn't. Like it literally sounds like they fucked up and accidentally put a friends song on this See, tape this, before they put it on. The that's record. the kind of song I didn't like on Friends. Yeah. So oh, I'm, interesting. Okay. I, I'm not crazy about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Never learn not to love or time to get alone. I mean, time to get alone is the next one, which was a Wild Honey outtake that I did not realize showed up again. Mm-hmm. So we played it as a like unreleased song on there, but it oh, actually okay. does come out on this record and fits in, I think, with their what I think should have been this album which is bluebirds over the mountain and cotton fields and all i want to do and songs like that yeah this one's pretty good too yeah this song is really um, good this is a like actually very very good song this is a brian uh I, brian written and then carl lead i will say pretty good song however um it's a good song if you're sitting down and listening to the album but if it just comes on it's like after the rest of the B-side, I don't know. It just, it's not like helping anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would attribute that to this album being a weird All over mashup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this song is really good, though. I think it would have been good on a different album, yeah. I think that's right. And, yeah. all right. And then Never Learn Not to Love, which we have heard in a previous episode. Oh, which episode was that? Yeah. This was the B-side to the single, to the yeah. lead single, by the way, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they That's put a, Charles Manson song as a B-side. That is a bold-ass move, man. It's wild. I mean, he was never credited for it. No, no, yeah. but... Um, it sounds like a Manson song. There's an interesting... So this intro is a, like, slowed-down, reversed sound of a cymbal crashing yeah by I the way that. yeah okay but kind of interesting note on the production there i believe this is produced by brian i think the biggest thing bothering this album is just that it was produced it was obviously produced by different people on like every single song yeah if they had had one producer do all these songs it probably would have been a lot more it would have at least sounded yeah. a little cohesive you know like having the same guitar tones on every song yeah. or having the same Whatever, yeah, I like th- I think a, a stuff like that would have gone a long way. I don't think it should but be it, multiple. On it any, pretty literally yeah. sounds like everyone just threw a bunch of like tape reels into the middle of the table and then they spliced it together and put it out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I think a producer should make an album. I don't think twenty producers should make an album. Um. Oh, we actually didn't really talk about this song at all on the Charles Manson episode, but it's yeah. good. Like, it's a good song. It's a fine song. I don't know. It's definitely not the worst song on this record at all. Oh, it's not the worst song on this record. I'm Denny, still not crazy about it. In fact, the it. weakest part of it, I think, is Denny's vocals, which get a little like whiny and not great. But the verse part is good. I like this part. I don't know. I'm not big on it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, all right. I guess I, I just, just don't like really Charles like, Manson yeah. more than you. Yeah. All right. You love him. You practically want to kiss his little bottom. So these next, these last two songs are both smile outtakes, and they're okay. both re-recorded though. They aren't. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Our prayer. This is supposed to be the opening of Smile and somehow made it as the like as the tag second to on last 2020. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But this is supposed to be the opening to the record. I could see how it would make a good opening. It makes a great opening. And that is about as much as I can say about it. I don't like it. I think, I mean, the harmonies are amazing. I think it makes an incredible opening on Smile. I haven't listened it, to Smile. It's weird here, for sure. doesn't fit here. It's bad here. I don't <laughs> like it here. <laughs> it's just confounding. You're like, like with almost every other song on this, it's like, why is it? <laughs> your, your cats are running laps around your house, man. Yeah. This is, They're trying to be cats. healthy. Eat a lot, sleep a lot. Yeah. Do Brush them like crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Cabin Essence. Which is what you wanted to name the podcast originally. Cabin Essence, I did. Yep, that's true. But like two words, not one word, like the song title. Also not crazy about this one. Really? You know I don't like this kind of like episode-y... This is done better than a lot of the ones on... uh, smiley smile like 
Yeah. A lot this of those Carl are. Singing, by the way. Yeah. A lot of those are really jarring. Yeah. Um, and this one is this done one better than that, but it's still written like a full yeah. song where they yeah, yeah. interpose. Um, but I'm still not wild about it. This part's fine, actually. Yeah. It's like, and this was the frustration I had with Smiley Smile. It is these little. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, it is these little episodes that I want to hear more of. Like I would like just the beginning part of this little thing as a song, and it's just like because I could see how that would be a great, you know, minute and a half song or whatever. And like the same with a lot of things from Smiley Smile. Yeah. I find it really interesting actually that you don't love that kind of songwriting because not only do I like it I I mean obviously because I legitimately maybe kind of got mad at you during the smiley smile episode about it but I like don't understand why you don't like it basically like that's how much I just find it not normal but like kind of normal way of songwriting to just like interpose shit like that no no no, no. I know like I find it uh come on Eileen song i love yeah um it's like probably four different kind of things going on like four different episodes it works though a lot of the things I on smiley smile to me d- does not work this okay. one works okay interesting i'll give you that good vibrations yeah. worked great hmm. a lot of the smiley smile stuff didn't work to me it yeah. didn't sound as like yeah i don't know as good as it could have i know i can't argue with opinion but i i don't see what you mean honestly but that's okay that's how it works. You can't just when change a song listen. completely halfway through and call it the same song. But it is. But it's That's not. exactly what you can do. Well, you can do it. It's just stupid. <laughs> okay, well, there's our difference. Because I think you can do it, and it's awesome. And I really like this part. Um, I really, really like this song and have always liked it a lot. And uh, I actually like it less now, probably, than when I, fir- when I first got 2020, several years ago. This was by far the highlight on the album for me. I think it's fine now. It's not as good as I remembered it, but it's also Here's excellent. my thing. Okay, we're going back to uh, what it's we were excellent. just talking about. Cause it, it, it has the name the is song. the best part of it, honestly. Cabinescence is a great name for a song. Yeah. Um, they can be artsy people we know that from pet sounds yeah and that was a phenomenal piece of art that they put out yeah but then they're just being artsy assholes with their with these like little like i'm gonna change in the middle of it okay but good vibrations works for you doesn't it yes but that's because it was produced over fucking 11 months heroes and villains was fine okay so those work for you and those are super episodic like those were literally splice tape kind of episode but it's because it it mixes it like it goes into one yeah coherent i mean smiley smile was awfully lo-fi and like yeah and so i'm not saying that in the future if when we listen to the smile sessions or smile that i'm not gonna like it i'm just saying with what i've heard on smiley smile that was fucking garbage interesting i didn't like the way that those were i didn't it's not even that i didn't like the way that those were written i didn't like the way that those were written and produced yeah yeah like it should have been different, but like so you don't love Cabin Essence as a song, but would you put it in the same class as Vibrations and um, no. Heroes and Villains N- in terms of <clears throat> it being produced well enough that it like the different well. sections yeah. make sense together? Okay, Th- this was produced so, better than uh, most of Smiley's. Smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we need to do Smiley Sessions sooner rather than later, then, so that I can stop dying inside every time because. All of Smile well, Sessions is like that, but it's also all very well produced. Peter, so. we, we talked shit about another podcast about how they were going out of order, so yeah. we cannot go out of order now. You think we really have to wait to do our last episode about Smile Sessions? I think so. Oh, God damn. Or we could do our last episode about like... Well, maybe the... we don't do an episode about it, but you should just listen to Smile Sessions. Because Smile Sessions... You know how on the Pet Sounds episode, I said I got like distracted for a few days during the week just listening to the Smile Sessions instead? Yeah. That's not true. It was on the Smiley Smile episode. I don't um, remember when you... I, like, keep just listening to the whole Smile Sessions once in a while. Like, just putting on, putting on the cans and jamming out. I, I, they might be great. We're going to have to wait, out, wait well, and find out to see. I'm saying we don't have to do an episode, but you could listen to it. No, we're going to do an episode. Is it an album that they released? 
I'm no, I'm saying we will do an episode in time, but you don't have to listen. You can mm. listen to it before that time. See, the oh, stick of this podcast it. is I've not listened to any of these albums all the way through, so it's fun hearing me. So you're just going to actively avoid good music that you should listen to. Yes, because it makes you very upset. <laughs> it does. And you called me the uh, one. I'm white knuckling. So. I'm white knuckling my headphones cord right now because I'm so upset about. This is what you get for uh, yeah. calling me a lesser host. So <laughs> if I'm a lesser host, fuck you. I don't have to listen to shit. All right, fine. As long as you acknowledge that you're the one B host. I will not acknowledge it. You just not, did. No, nope, I'm saying that's what you're calling You just calling acknowledged me. it to get mad at me. You can't just use it whenever it's convenient for no, you, No, I can use that. I can smush it in your little fucking face. <laughs> All right. Like, remember that time you were real mean to me? Now I'm going to be a dick about it. Would you like to rate 2020 out of a 10 scale? Wait, can we do it out of 20 this time? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it has to be transpose so that yeah. you know yeah yeah um so rate it out of 10 but then do the math in do, your head, do an now even I'm number gonna have to do this in my <laughs> head yeah you just double it because we can't have halves though why no because so if you did just do if you did number. a seven out of 10 it would be 19 and a half out of 20 that's what i'm saying doing because the formula kind of screws it up but it's not just no. an even double if you take it to 2020 what you i'm saying is a formula not really what i'm saying you is do rate it out of 10 and mm-hmm. then just double whatever that is I'm saying rate out of 10, enter it into the formula that I have written. Times two. <laughs> times two divided by 1.5 XY equals Z. And then once that mm-hmm. formula is finished in the order of operations, PEMDAS, um, then Please that number my is the one out of 20. So a seven out of 10 transposes to a 19 and a half out of 20. A t- interestingly, uh, and I might've screwed up this works. formula, yeah. a 10 out of 10 transposes to a four out of 20. I mean, I'm not saying it's... I am saying it's right, actually. I'm saying it's right. So, <laughs> take your... It's just a 20-scale PJ is so different. Can you even imagine if a site like Pitchfork, the online music news magazine... If they used halves? Can you imagine if they used 20, a 20-scale, 20 how fucked up everything would be? So fucked. Their review rating scale wouldn't even make sense. No. Yeah. It would be so it, confusing. It, it, You'd go, how did they even arrive at this number? They've got the best rating system out there right now. They do, but if they try to make it out of 20 no. and followed my formula, yeah. up would be down, down would be up, left would be right, and right would be left. And my dad would Red be fish would be blue mom. fish, and green fish would be brown fish. Brown fish, nice. Mm. That's my favorite uh, sublime song. I just like eating brown fish. That's yeah. my favorite food. Yeah. Give me brown fish and chips, please. Are you talking to me right now, or yeah. is this an example? I would oh. like you to bring me brown fish and chips. Peter, we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah, well, a brown, little bit fried, unprofessional to eat on. Fried it. brown fish and chips, please. Okay, what would you like to rate this album out of a ten point scale? Out of out of a twenty point scale, um, mm, let's stick with ten. See, but I don't like that because twelve if out of I want to rate it. Yeah, okay, because a six out of ten feels a lot better to me than a twelve out of twenty. 12 out of 20 sounds weak as shit. Well, you can put but both But 6 out of down. 10 is pretty good. I'll say 6 out of no, 10, 12 out of 20. No, that's why I'm saying my formula makes sense. Because 6 out of 10 would be a 15 out of 20. 6 Which out of 10. Sense, right? I'll just do it in the 10 thing. <laughs> 6 out of 10. No, if you insist, we'll Tw- do it 12 out of 20. 20, 20 rating. PJ uh, gave it a 20, 20. That is not what I gave it. And then I gave it 12 out of 20. a 20, 20. Okay, so we both gave it 20 out of 20. Perfect. Well, so that's well, 2020. That's just, the ending. Just, um, just just, out of curiosity, what would you have given it out of 10? In a parenthetical? Yeah. Uh, I'd give it a 7. It's mm-hmm. super inconsistent. Yeah. If you asked me a few years ago, I think I would have given it like a 10. But oh, wow. I forgot how. I like legitimately forgot four or five really bad songs that are on that record. Yeah. And for some reason thought it was all like do it again cabin essence and bluebirds over the mountain was like the entire record so yeah i'm giving it obviously a, i only like the good records if we're talking hypothetically i'd give it a six out of ten yeah yep that's not that terrible although i failed to see you know that much what you didn't like about it. it is it's i mean for there's there are no songs that i love on it and really I'm, I think there are songs that are good like if you were making a beach boys playlist none of those songs would make it on there which i am I have made a Beach Boys playlist as we've gone through. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Not even a Bluebirds Over the Mountain. I wouldn't put that one on there. Um, what about Do It Again, though? I, would, I can hear I music. I would maybe put one on there. Um, 
I would put the fucking Denny song. It's not the Denny song. Good. Um, that was probably my favorite one, just because I thought just because of the sex sounds. Well, the sex PJ, sounds you fun. know, you can jerk off to real porn, right? <laughs> you don't have to wait for songs to have. No. You don't only have to jerk off to uh, "Love to Love You" and this song that I already forgot the name of. All I want to do. And that one Guns N' Roses song. Yeah. I don't do you just this. have a three-song playlist called Jack Material? Yeah. <laughs> That's your Jack FM. Yeah. <laughs> you got that right, buddy. And then um, I just thought that song was goofy as fuck because it... All I want to do. Yeah, because yeah. it, it is. the yeah. lyrics are just funny to me. And then also, like, it starts out with uh, Denny singing and his voice cracks immediately, which I thought was funny. His vocals aren't. Um, I mean, they're pretty good. They're actually, pretty good. It's just immediately, great. like, that yeah. first note, it's, yeah. it's good. Um. I would maybe put Do It Again or I Can Hear Music on there. Right. I'd put one of the two. I'd probably only put one from this album on there, though. Yeah. All um, right. I, I was, like, I didn't love any of them. They were all fine. All, like, even the best one. I, kind of, one, I yeah. kind of agree with you, but they're also, like, all song. Like, uh, yeah. I don't disagree with you, but I also just objectively realize I feel like that there's a lot of good tunes on there that I maybe just am not into that into currently like they aren't hitting me right for some reason yeah I can but see like that. time to get alone is a great i loved it a few weeks ago when we did wild honey and then on yeah. this record i just kind of shrugged at it so i, I think uh, for some reason this album just didn't hit me right but i think i'm I going would... with a seven because that's what i think yeah. i actually would rate it even though it feels like a not great album right now but you know i think i but man we both give it 20 out of 20 it's crazy i think so if good. if if there was a song on my playlist that I've been making, mm-hmm. I would definitely notice and be like, eh, it's kind of out of place. Right. Yeah. It's it's an obnoxious album because it feels like it has a lot of potential to me. Like if they had started, I mean, I think with, this is like an early days kind of a thing where like if they had waited, um, and like lumped in maybe three albums. Oh, I don't think that as much as just like if they took some of these other songs back to the drawing board. So, okay, if they had had, if they had started with the, like, uh, with a side one of Do It Again, Bluebirds Over the Mountain, All I Want to Do, Cotton Fields, Time to Get Alone, like, those five all sound very similar, they're all thematically kind of similar, and, like, they move the Beach Boys sound, if not forward, at least to, like, a new place for them, Mm -hmm. and then, like, take some of those other songs and just workshop them so that they... I don't know, kind of fit in the same vein and stuff. Like, well, that, that's what I like. Was there's a, I feel like it sounds like there's a through line of this record that is a good record, and then they just threw in bits and pieces on top of it. Well, that's kind of what I'm out. saying. I think if they took time to make their records, which they seem to not be doing still, um, true. Then I think it, I think it does have potential, but they didn't use that, and I don't think that they really have potential for a while, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Um, so i mean like certainly it's not a terrible album no no it's definitely got some good gems on there like 2020 is one that it's my least favorite of the like modern ones post pet sounds oh that's very no 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 i didn't like the last one either friends and you hated smiley smile i didn't hate smiley smile i gave it like a seven or something (laughs) you just shit all over it for so long no i did but like the good songs on that one were good enough to bump it up the good songs Mm, on this one are not not good enough and like last I just didn't like Friends that much, man. Yeah. 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 Well, Friends, PJ. I did. I really liked Wild Honey, though. Friends is a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been the Beach Boys, boys. I have been your map guy. I always forget what it's called. I turned on the map light, and you pulled out the map Mm -hmm. to read it. Uh, the Directionaire, I think, is what you're called. I am the Directionaire on this road mm-hmm. trip in a woody across Southern California, and Peter has been your pilot. But my job is more important, and I bring the funny. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. The pilot? You don't pilot a car. You drive a car. Whatever. Fuck you. And I had my Mike Love brand driving gloves on, <laughs> steering us down the highway. I had a surfboard on top. Yeah. I'm the one true Beach Boy boy. I had a surfboard on top, but I had like a shark bite out of it. <laughs> oh, God damn, yeah. that's so cool. I don't ride it. It's just to look cool. Yeah. It's so that I tell people about getting bit by a shark. That makes sense. Yeah. It's to explain the chunk that was taken out of my leg um, 
because I sat on it too long and the muscle just fell asleep so hard that it just died. It just atrophied and died. So they just had to take out a big chunk of my calf. Yeah. Because I sense. because I sat on it too long and yeah. too hard. You know how like you're always sitting on your on. calves. Yeah, yeah, I did. I sat cross-legged so long. Well, please, we call it Indian style on this podcast. It was at a meditation retreat that Tell I was at Indian for four style. months. Okay. And didn't move. Not even... Hmm? Not even once? Well, I moved to like... So, like, I sat there for most of the day, and then I moved to, like, get up and have some breakfast. But then mm-hmm. I sat there again, like, the rest of the day, except for lunchtime. Then I got up and moved. Uh, if I needed to, like, use the bathroom or whatever, I got up and moved. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, it wasn't like I didn't move at all, but I mostly just sat, you know? Yeah. And then, like, aside from getting up, like, a normal amount throughout the day, basically. Yeah. All right, well, bye.